Welcome to the L Podcast. I'm your host, Liz Kafko. This podcast is about L's, letting go what doesn't serve you, learning who we are and what we want out of life, leveling up to live it to the fullest, and most importantly, loving ourselves in the process. So let's figure out this thing called life together. Here we go. Good morning, everyone. Happy Thursday. June is my favorite month because it is my birthday month. And I'm not the kind of person to like, let's celebrate all month. But I also want to celebrate all month. (laughs) And so June is always kind of a month of reflection, right? Getting closer to another year. I like to think about kind of, you know, how do I want to celebrate my birthday to also celebrate everything that I have accomplished that has happened this year. And so this month, I've really been reflecting on this one question. And I want you to ask yourself this question, because I I would love to hear what your response is, or your lack of response, if that's also an option, right? But the question is, who are you? I know it's It's kind of like a very vague, but also very loaded question. But as I've been getting older and hopefully wiser, I've been learning more and more about myself, right? Not just who I am, but who I am really is about what are my values? What are my morals? You know, what do I cherish in life? What do I want out of life? And so it's taken me almost 32 years to figure that out. And do I know everything? No, like it's probably going to take another 32 years to figure everything out. But I've gotten to the point where I'm like, okay, I think I know who I am and who I want to be, but I definitely know who I don't want to be, right? Because that's just as important. And so this question of like, who are you? I really like... You could answer this in many different ways, right? And like I said, I'd love to hear how you answer this question or if you're struggling with answering this question because that's totally normal. Like, I don't think there's a set time of like, okay, you hit 32, you should know who you are. No, because life changes, right? If I become a mom, that's going to change who I am, right? Like life is going to change that definition, that answer to that question. So if you don't really know how to answer that question, that's, that's okay. Like, we're going to figure this out together, right? It's a learning process. And so I want this to be a four-part series. I know, Liz, you're being extra. That's fine. I am extra, right? That's part of who I am. And I've accepted that. And I love that about myself. So I want to break this down into a four-part series because there really is so many different ways you can answer this and so many different reasons why. And so this first one, I want to kick it off with You can't afford to not know who you are when morals are on the table. And what I mean by that is, I don't, I don't remember how this came up, but this phrase, the saying of, you know, dance like no one's watching, you know, it matters, you know, who are you when people aren't watching? And like I said, I don't remember how these came up, but this idea of, you know, who are you when people aren't watching versus who are you when people are watching? And hopefully it's the same person, right? Like hopefully 
you treat people with respect when no one's watching and you treat people with respect when people are watching, right? And this is something that I think has really come into light in the past couple years, right? Since George Floyd, because bystander effect. And if you don't know what that is, it's this, I not even idea, like this theory of people who are standing by watching things happen and not taking action. And so that's really where people see what your values are, what your morals are. Because if you see someone getting hurt and you don't stand up for them, what does, you know, what does that say about you, right? What does that say about your morals and your values? And so right now, I think in the climate of how things are, at least in the United States, we don't have that luxury of being able to say, well, I'm kind of wishy-washy on, you know, black rights for black people, right? No, there's no being wishy-washy about that. Like you have to know who you are and where you stand on those kind of things. So knowing your morals and your values is so important nowadays at any age, right? Whether this is for your kids or for you, it's important to know because unfortunately we can be put into those situations at any time now. And this idea of, you know, people act differently when they're, you know, being recorded than when they're not being recorded. And for the most, usually when they're being recorded, everyone, you know, behaves better, right? Like we all slow down when we see a cop is parked on the side, right? <laughs> at least I do. Um, but I'm never speeding, right? Ooh. For legal reasons, I'm never speeding. Uh, but right, we we all behave better when we know that someone is watching. And at some point, we have to just know that this this has to be the same person. When no one's watching, you have you know be who you are, be true to yourself. But when people are watching, be that same person. And so, yes, when it comes to these your values and your morals and standing up for what is right and for what you believe in, that's important. And it also goes, you know, the other way, being true to yourself when people are watching and aren't watching. And why that's important is because let's be frank, there's really never a situation where no one is watching. I mean, unless you live by yourself in the mountains somewhere, right? Like totally remote. But the matter of the fact is someone is always watching, right? Whether people are watching you and following you on social media, whether, you know, your family member sees you. But what really struck me recently was your kids are always watching. And whether it's how you talk to yourself, how you treat others, how much you work or don't work, Like kids are sponges. They soak all of that in. And so this idea of like, you know, dance when no one's watching. No, your your kids are watching and your pet's watching and someone's always watching. And and I say that not to, you know, creep you out because that can sound creepy. (laughs) But I say that because it really is important that you stay true to yourself because that's not only going to teach others, especially if you do have kids, how you see yourself, but it also teaches them how they can treat you, 
right? If you're standing up for other people and saying, hey, that's not right. You think people are going to try to, you know, fool you and treat you like shit? No, because they're going to know like, no, Liz doesn't, she doesn't let that happen. She's not going to let that slide because I've seen her stand up for other people. So if I try to do this to her, there's no way that's going to happen. So it's also this part of like respecting yourself enough to show other people they need to respect you too. And again, it's this, these values and morals and, and how do you figure that out? Right. How do you know whether or not you're the same person when people are watching or not watching? Right. And there's, what was it? Um, Dateline used to have this TV show where they would do like undercover scenarios and you can probably see them on Instagram now, like snippets of it where they would set up a fake scenario. Like uh, a single mom is at a restaurant and she can't afford to pay for dinner. And so she has to tell her kids like, no, we can only each get one thing. And the kids are like, no, but I really want, you know, this and this and this. And so they set up the scenario and they have like hidden cameras everywhere and they see like, what do people do again, this bystander effect. And it's supposed to be, sometimes it's supposed to be this heartfelt moment of like, Oh, someone steps up and says, Hey, don't worry about it. I will pay for your whole meal. Let your kids order whatever they want. Right. This faith in humanity restored. And I love watching that because again, it's this idea of these people made these decisions based on their values, not knowing that they were being recorded, right? So if they were being recorded, I think more people would be inclined to help, but because they didn't know, like you, it shows their true colors, right? And so it goes the other way too, where we they set up situations and I've seen one going around where a guy's on a date with a girl, the girl leaves to go to the bathroom, and the guy slips something in her drink. And it's not even subtle. Like he kind of looks around shiftly, opens like a little pill capsule and then like pours it in her drink and then puts the drink back on her side. And so they show in this scenario that all of the men in the room don't say shit, don't do anything. They see it, like the camera shows that they look and they see what's happening. But when the woman comes back, they don't say anything. However, when there's a woman around, whenever the woman came back, the other woman, uh, she would like pretend to turn around and knock the drink over. Or, you know, she would just like take the drink and throw it in the guy's face. And then she would grab the girl and like take her away. And so she would take action. She would intervene and do something. And that, again, shows your true colors where this scenario is not necessarily the most heartfelt, like, oh, that's such a great ending. Like, no, this was this could have ended in a very terrible scenario situation, right? This could have ended very dangerously for that one woman that was on the date. The only person that stood up was this other woman. And, and so it, the, the story talks about, you know, like, you know, men need to step up more against other men. And it also shows like just how strong women have to look out for each other because clearly the men aren't going to do anything. And this idea of how do you know when you're doing it? And I sometimes do this 
where, and this is probably my anxiety of like running all the different scenarios in my head, right? Like, thanks anxiety. But I sometimes like to play it in my head. Like, okay, if I'm at a restaurant, if I'm standing in line waiting for my meal, I'll sometimes think like, okay, if the person in front of me can't afford their food, am I going to step in and pay for it? Most likely, yes. Like I'm very privileged where I can afford to do that. Unless they order like everything on the menu, then I don't know. But you get what I'm saying? Like every so often I'll ask myself these questions. Like what would I do if, you know, I saw a guy slip something into a woman's drink? Well, I would probably intervene and say like, and one of the reasons why I like to do this is because it helps prepare myself for if this situation ever happens. I hope it never does. But like being put on the spot, it can be really, really hard to know, oh shit, what do I do? Like, I just saw this thing happen. What am I supposed to do? Right? We all kind of freeze in these moments. And and that's, I think, a normal response. So I like to kind of play through my head, what would I do? So that way, if it ever does happen, I'm like, okay, I remember I thought about this. I talked about this. And so in the, the drug situation, I would probably go up to her before she drinks and be, and pretend to be like, oh, hey, I haven't seen you in forever. How so-and-so? Uh, do you have a second? I need to just like get your number real quick. And then I would tell her and be like, dude, leave that douchebag. Don't do this. Report his ass, right? But is that a little crazy? Maybe. Like to think about all these different scenarios in your head. Yeah, it can be crazy and it can be overwhelming. But what that helps me do is check in with my own values. Like when am I willing to step in and when am I not willing to step in? Because it's also fair to say you have to account for your own safety, right? Unfortunately, we hear all of these massive shootings. And if I was in that situation, I I honestly don't know what I would do. I think our immediate response is to protect ourselves, right? It's your, it's your body's survival skills, instincts of like, we need to protect ourselves. And I would like to think that I would try to do something, right? Like try to intervene in somehow. But I also acknowledge if I don't have a gun, like, am I willing to make that sacrifice? Because it can end up being a sacrifice, right? And I hate that this is a scenario that we have to consider nowadays because apparently gun reform is just not a thing that people want to do in this country. But that can be a whole different episode. I'm not going to get too much into that politics of that. But knowing when your morals count, don't wait until it's being put to the test. I guess if you take anything away from this episode, that would be my recommendation. Don't wait until your morals are put to the test in a situation like one of these, right? Know who you are before you get asked and tested on who you are. And you can start doing those in little things, right? Start like, yeah, if you want to be like me and play these scenarios in your head, sure. That keeps you up at night, whatever. But you can start doing those like with your kids. Like, what are you teaching them? Or you know, what, um, what media are you consuming? So are you getting, you know, if you, if you say that one of your morals is you truly respect and value diversity, 
Look at your friend group. Five closest people around you. How diverse is that? Look at your Instagram feed, your social media feed, Facebook. How diverse are not only your friends, but the people that you follow. If you're not hearing from Black creators, then how are you really supporting and understanding Black voices, right? And this is going to be extremely important this month. June is Pride Month. I love that my my birthday month is also like super fabulous. And so Pride is a beautiful celebration. At least it's supposed to be for the LGBTQA community. And this month is everyone, and when I say everyone, I mean a lot of companies, right, are marketing. Like all of their logos are turning rainbow to like quote unquote show support. But come June 30, 31st, 30th, how many days are in this month? 30th, I think. Yes. June 30th, their logos go back and then they forget that there's members of the queer community, right? And so that really shows their morals and when it counts. It's It only counts when they're profiting off of it. So this month, are you showing your morals and your values when it comes to the queer community? Or are you just putting up a flag because everyone else is doing it, right? Are you just a follower? I hope you're not. If you're listening to this podcast, I don't think you are. I know you're not. And that's why I love you. (laughs) And so this month, I think also really, we need to reflect on, are we standing up for the queer community? So that way they feel safe enough to celebrate, right? Are we sharing that we're safe people, that we support the queer community, that we support the LGBTQA community, and that we're proud to say that and that we're not ashamed to say that. And come June 30th, we're not going to stop talking about it and stop advocating for them, right? And this comes for all different communities. Like at the beginning of COVID, the Asian community was extremely hated and really, really like people, people of Asian communities were being attacked because People in this country were blaming them for COVID because, you know, it quote unquote originated in China. And so it was the China virus. And so it was their fault that, you know, all these people were dying and that was super shitty. But again, people stood by and watched it happen. And I, I don't think you're the kind of person that would let that happen. And I know I'm not. And so As I've gotten older, I've understood what my morals and values are a little bit better because I know the things that I do value and cherish and love and respect, like diverse communities, like love is love, that people can be whoever they are as long as they're not hurting other people, right? And I know what I don't like and I don't value and I don't cherish, and that's racism and that's hatred. And that's, you know, silencing of voices. And like I said, it's taken some time to kind of figure this out. And unfortunately, as things in our country and even across the globe are changing, we're being 
tested, right? Our morals and values are being tested on a day-to-day basis now. And I don't think we have the privilege anymore of just saying, well, I don't know how I feel about that. Because someone, what's the saying? If you know me, if you've been listening to this podcast, you know I'm terrible at things. But I think this is how it goes. Uh, Your silence is the loudest response. Something like that. But basically, no action is, or, oh gosh, I'm so bad at these. I'm so sorry. But basically, the idea of not making a decision is still a decision, right? Not stand, not speaking up for a community, not standing up for someone is still making a decision, right? You decided not to do that. You decided not to speak up. Well, that still says something about you, right? That still is showing your kids what you would do or wouldn't do. That's still, you know, telling your friend groups who might be still in the closet that, you know, if they're queer and they don't feel comfortable saying that yet, if you're spitting hate about the LGBTQA community and they're still in the closet, they, I don't even know if that's the right phrase to say. I don't like saying that. If they're still not out to, you know, to their friends, to their family, and you're spitting this hate, clearly they're not going to want to be around you, right? Because your values don't align with theirs. And so you can't afford to not know who you are when it comes to your morals and values, because every day when we make decisions, we make them based off of our values and morals. So I wanna end this episode kind of challenging you, right? Challenging you to start asking yourself these questions of who am I based on what are my core values and morals? And you can write them down. You can, you know, think of these scenarios. I can try to look for some resources um, to share with you all, but it's so important to start asking yourself those questions because it Nobody thinks about this, right? Like you're not in high school in the middle of algebra, like, hmm, I wonder what my values are. No, right? The values X of whatever, right? Focus. But what I'm trying to say is like, no one thinks about these out of, you know, curiosity, out of fun. We only think about it when it gets tested. And it shouldn't be that way. Don't be reactive, be proactive, right? I love you guys. I'm super excited for the series. I already have the next three parts planned out, and I'm really, really looking forward to having these conversations with you. Please let me know what you think as you try to answer this question for yourself, because I respect and value diverse voices. So I would love to hear kind of your take on things and whether or not um, this question is hard for you to answer. So I will see you guys next week for part two. Bye. If this episode was helpful, please share it with your mom, your friend, your neighbor, everyone. Help me spread this word as far as possible because we can all use a friend that gets us and that's there for us. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next episode.